Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones over... Hmm, what meal? I think it's breakfast. Does that sound right? Sounds right to me. Sounds delicious. Well, then we must be in the right place. It's Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you, hitting season two, episode seven, and apple. Mm. A scone without flavor and a man without honor. It's the, it's the double <laughs> dose today. <laughs> we'll, of course, hear about the baked good a little bit later on, but let's... Uh, Let's talk the episodes, season two, episode seven. We're kind of in the middle of this um, slog as it is, really just kind of setting things up for what's going to be a pretty fucking big push later in the season. But um, where did where did episode seven sit in your guys' hearts and minds? I think it's actually a good point. It's it's not the, the pace is a little slow, but I still think there's some really good things that happen. Um, just to remind the viewers, hit us up with that sweet wiki. Oh, I was all ready. I had my phone in my hand, and then I put it put in my pocket because yeah. I was so satisfied with that intro. Yeah, no, all right. good. <clears throat> this wiki is one of my personal favorites because um, it, there's it's just phrase, semicolon, phrase, semicolon. Um, there's really no effort, no transition. <clears throat> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it like a computer because I think a computer wrote it. Jamie meets a distant relative. Danny receives an invitation to the house of the undying. Theon leads a search party. John loses his way in the wilderness. <laughs> Cersei consoles Sansa. That's it. Sounds about right. That's it. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if it's the very first thing that happens in the episode, but it is the first thing I thought notable enough to, well, make a note about. Uh, a boner joke. She pulled a knife on me in the night. <laughs> <laughs> From like Egret, a, yeah. kissed kissed by fire and potentially Jon Snow. Potentially. Mm. Not yes, a big the fan of Egret. Not a big fan. I'm just going to throw that out there right away. Like now or ever? Uh, I just can't get past, I don't know. I just can't, she's just yeah, not interested. Well, you don't get a really good I, idea where her loyalty is, you know? Yeah, I just if, feel like... You don't know if she likes him or if it's just more like another layer to the complexity of the wildings. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I think the actress does an okay job. I just feel like the uh, the accent's a little thick. And I don't... A little it just, thick. It just seems a little forced. I don't know. I've, I don't even think I've ever seen Rose in an interview or anything like that. I wonder what her actual... I assume she's question. British. It's a good question. Um, I don't know. But she could be. Irish or Scottish or what have you. She is Mrs. Jon Snow now, as of, I think, last year. Mrs. E. Spoilers. Snow. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. E. I don't mean in the show. Uh, oh, I, I know. Either. I isn't know. That their, isn't that their real name? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Legally, they had to get them changed. The queen demanded it. <laughs> yeah. she's, a, she's a big fan. And when you say show. queen, think... are you referring to Beyonce or... Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 she is yeah. the only one. Yeah. <laughs> or Aretha. I mean, you could go that way as well. You think Beyonce? You, guys, you think Beyonce's, Beyonce is a Game of Thrones fan? Mm, I don't think that Beyonce has ever watched television. Really? Uh, I think it's a medium, probably beneath her. <laughs> you yeah. know? What do you think? Don't she's... you think that she's she's holding on to some sort of weird fourth dimensional? Uh, type of entertainment oh that we couldn't even that begin to understand. understand. She's in one of those sensory deprivation tanks on DMT, and it's like the water is like kind of vibrating, and there's these weird jellyfish that are like eating away her hair. 
that's probably what Beyonce is about. Do you hear that? What your tone of your voice? It offends me. <laughs> <laughs> you will leave this place forever. That does sound um, about right. Um, um, you know, would you guys it, rather be knighted by the queen or by Beyonce? <laughs> I mean, Beyonce can't knight people, and we're not British, so we can't be knights. But <laughs> removing those small barriers. Yeah. Uh, Do you have to be? You have to be British to be knighted. I think so, because I just, don't you think some American would have been knighted by now, or some non-Brit? That seems kind of... I assume you have to be a a citizen of the United Kingdom. I guess I shouldn't say British. Um, Let's see. That's kind of racist. Okay, Google. (laughs) Do you have to be British to be knighted? According to Mendel Floss... Notable non-Brits are only eligible for honorary knighthood. Mm. They aren't allowed to add. So you can get knighted. You can't be a sir or a dame. Okay. <clears throat> I was going to say, because the then that was a big plot hole in Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> when Andy and uh, the other guy. What's the other guy's name? I'm blanking. Andy gets knighted, and then Leslie's husband. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, his, it, his, his real name is Adam. Yeah, his real name's Adam. <laughs> What's his name in the show? God damn, I've always seen uh, this. Ben. Show. Yes, Ben. I've seen, I was going to say, I've seen this show like 10 times. I don't know how I've... <laughs> I could forget. Oh. Um, Cones of Dunshire, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we are so all over the place today. Well, oh, well... Let's return to Game of Thrones. Let's see. Somebody who probably deserves to be knighted, not for their actions, but for their investigative ability alone, uh, apparently inherited from his captors somewhere <laughs> down the road, Theon Greyjoy, a runner-up for World's Greatest Detective, finding almost a needle in a haystack. Instead, some tiny walnut shells in a haystack. <laughs> in a haystack. <laughs> you know he's rubbing those together. He's thinking, got you. <laughs> Uh, he's smelling them and getting a, mm. you know, tracks are lighting up in his mind. Um, make, making some interested decisions in this one. Do you guys remember if you thought that he actually killed Bran and Rickon the first time you watched or read this bit? Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I did. Um, again, I, 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 I thought I was thinking. I was thinking about this actually. I I think about this a lot when rewatching the show because again, this is only the this is the first time I've ever rewatched it. So I'm kind of having those thoughts and like wondering what I thought the first time. Now that I kind of know how things play out, and I think I did think he killed them, but I do remember thinking it was weird that they didn't show it in a show that pretty much shows every death and gore and all that stuff and. Um, and I mean, they even showed the baby. They didn't show it exactly, but they even showed, or at least had, were present when the baby was being killed. So it would be weird that they would off-screen kill the kids. I guess is my thought. But now I don't. I have a note here that says, uh, as we move into what has been our favorite location of season two, Quarth. Oh my um, and my notes just say, Piat Pri, one hundred percent creep. Zaro, one hundred percent creep. This isn't the episode where they have that coup, is it? Yeah, this is. This is where the... This is? Yeah, this is the end. It ends... I thought it ends this way. It, so do we not see doesn't it show the, Karth in the next episode? No, we do. We have Karth in the next episode. But isn't this where it ends? We're showing the dragons being carried up. No. No. That's how the other one... That's how six ended, That's right? how the last one ended. This one 
and or this one in Karth, we get the we get the, I guess, ten, throat slits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eleven? Uh, no, because no. the House of the Undying creepy dude and Zaro's on Doxos. Uh, but there's thirteen, right? Oh, is it thirteen? Eleven. So yeah. it is eleven. No, it's thirteen. You're right. You're right. You're right. So eleven people. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so that is this one. That yeah. is this one, yeah. yeah. Gosh, you think I would have written something about it? That's kind of like the first notable thing that happens in Garth. Yeah. The, yeah, but I still, I, it's it's such a boring scene. Yeah. I mean, even that, I was like, oh, I can I fast forward the, through I didn't this. Think that scene, I didn't think that scene was boring. I, I think every other scene in Garth is boring. Warlock <laughs> is so creepy. Just, also, how do, also, how do you say that guy's name? Zaro... Zaro Zoandoxos. Zaro Zoandoxos. Okay. Oh, what's Sounds the like a and printer what, company? And you said it already. What's the house of the undying guy? Uh, Piat Pre. Piat Pre. Mm-hmm. Pre is an unfortunate name. last name. It's because not great. Isn't it when Zaro and Piat they make that agreement to make Piat king? Isn't that what what they kind of agree on that they to make Zaro king? Make Zaro king. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Never mind. Zaro king. Good. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm just confused. Either we don't see Karth in the next episode, or what the hell happens there? Because oh, it's very brief because they're talking about going to the House of the Undying and what that means, right? Oh, that's it? They spend an episode doing that? That's why Karth is so stupid boring, is they don't know pacing. Yeah, no, there's, there's very this poor is like pacing. A massive, this is a massive left turn in the plot, and then they spend <laughs> the next episode just going like, well, what should we do? Oh, that's right. Danny and Jorah have their fun soap opera moment of, if you loved me, you would get my dragons back for me. Yeah, Karth sucks. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself here. But, yeah, um, no, I agree. Mm. But we do Speak- actually get oh. to go to the real good stuff. <laughs> the Heron Hall, where we get Arya again. Arya and Tywin, which is mm. some of the best stuff, I think, in the show right now, especially with their dynamic. Um, and we brought that up a little bit but again like that whole tension that we see there where we don't know how much does tywin really know about uh aria's background the uh the whole uh highborn like you know she's a lady but she should know these things i think we talked a little bit about her her comments back to him what you guys think of that i think i mean we, we touched on it before he cannot know who she is, mm-hmm. but he's got. I, it, I'm just left wondering how much he knows, how much he thinks he knows. Yeah, well, like um, who does who does she? Because he, uh, you know, he doesn't believe anything. Like, you know, he doesn't believe what she's saying, and it's it's right. very evident that he understands she's not. But I do wonder who he thinks she is, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously one that we may never know. We only got one season to find out, and for some reason, I don't think they're going to prioritize that. So here's the thing, and um, it, it is getting a little ahead of ourselves, but since we're on the subject, to make the case that maybe Tywin does know who she is, or at least more than he wants to let on, does he lie to Arya in the next episode when they're talking and he's like, he's like, they're talking about going to Castle, Castle Rock, and he's like, we're going to ride at night. And then Arya leaves, and then she sees him, and they're leaving then, so they're leaving right away, and then... Spoiler for later in the season, they don't go to Casterly Rock. So is he throwing her off a trail? Is, does he think she's going to blab or something? Yeah, I, I, that, I, that is interesting because why, yeah, why would he say that that's where they were going? I don't know. That's a good point. 
Hmm. A lot of nuance there. Interesting things. Could just what, be a plot hole. Who knows? What could was, just be a what plot What was the letter, though? What did it say specifically about movements? <laughs> Honestly, that, I think that, I didn't pause it to read it. It said something about Rob Stark. Was it, or was it uh, Rob Stark's location? I think it was like his location. Possibly, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember if that was the actual truth. I couldn't remember it. Yeah, those scenes, though, with uh, Arya and uh, Tywin are just so good. And I think probably like uh, owed to the uh, actor and actress. They just they really uh, they really nail those scenes. You know what? I don't and I I don't mean to. We've tried very, very hard on the show to give props to the actors and everything. Um, I think most people are in their elements on the show. I will say Maisie Williams has one of my favorite overall performances from the show with her portrayal of Arya. I have not liked her in a single thing outside this show. Do you think you're just uh, a little jaded because you're so used to her being this character? Or is it really... Maybe. It's hard to say. You can't say... She has a run in in Doctor Who, and the first episode that she's in, she's a very similar character, actually, and it still just kind of feels so wrong and different. Feels forced, yep. Um, But I think this show has like kind of a kiss of death because... Really? Who has had a solid performance since this show? Like, a, a really notable one. Amelia Clark's been in some big movies, but they've all kind of been okay. Uh, Kit Harington's been in a couple big flops. So are you saying you uh, don't like Captain Phasma? She, that's probably the biggest. Yeah. Like, her, that's probably the her, biggest her thing. three minutes of screen time. Yeah. I mean, we, we've said that uh, Jamie Lannister should be playing Geralt. Yeah, that would be a, that would Yeah, be that would have been such a better decision. I don't know how I feel about Superman. Supergirl. Uh, Supergirl. Oh, what the, what's the um what, uh. Hope we get to see his penis. <laughs> <laughs> With a fake mustache on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just hope we get some CG hair in that show. That'd be so good. Or no, wait. CG. I want my. I want. I want him to have a beard the whole episode, but it just have it CGI removed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole series. Of course. What's some other things oh, God, that, that you guys terrible. enjoyed? Did you? Uh, what did you think of Cersei? We talked a little bit about this in the sense of uh, her kind of like she's got. She has a rough episode. She shows a lot of like. Uh, being i think fragile would be the word i would yeah. use right i mean she she talks about the the weight of joffrey being a complete asset on her and maybe it's that all of this is her fault the complexity and and god's wrath because she and jamie had some twin cest yeah she's Apparently got this she's, uh yeah go ahead oh sorry i was just gonna say she does bring up the whole twin cest thing but uh, Apparently she's not uh, she's not too worried about the cousin cest. <laughs> nah. nah, no big deal. Nah. No big deal. She's uh, she's not pregnant. She ain't pregnant. No, no big deal there. You think Cersei? You gotta, can, you, how old is Cersei? I have no idea. She was nineteen when she became queen. Robert's been king for fifteen years when the show starts. So thirty-four. Okay. Okay. So she could still. She can still have a baby. She can still bang him out. Yeah. And he even says that or in later episodes. Tywin brings that up to her. Okay, he can still make some babies. In what? Where are you at now, Jeremy? Probably season seven? Season yeah. five. <laughs> You're going to be lapping us soon? I am. Must circle back around for one more run. Um, Cersei is... Um, 
I mean, I know she's still got two kids around, but she's like empty nesting kind of hard, just latching on to Sansa and Tyrion and everybody who she's previously pushed away to just get any sort of emotional connection. Yeah, and I, I wonder if it's just a, a, a using this season to kind of try and make us like her a bit more or or what, because I feel like that's kind of a trend this whole season, not even just this episode, where they really, you know, they really show the vulnerable side of Cersei. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, and I mentioned this, I really feel like that you you often, you hate her. Like, you don't want any role in part of her. And I think in this episode, she tries to suck you back in with some true emotion and then sabotages you, right? Just kind of completely undersells those things. And I think it's uh, it's just good writing. So this is really enjoyable. We also, uh, we also get a, a super famous... I'm sorry, Jeremy. I pretty much just straight interrupted you, and that's cool. Totally sidetrack. If you want to, do you have anything else? No, that? no, no, no. Give, okay. give me, give me the straight famous. Uh, sorry, I just uh, we got that. We got a pretty famous quote in this episode too. You guys probably uh, a super famous quote. Uh, hot with the memes. You guys want to take oh. a guess at what quote this is? Oh, no, oh my gosh! I gotta, I gotta think here. Hot with the memes. Uh, who, who says it? Well, if I give that, if I say that, it's going to give it away. Okay. Um, trying to think. Could it like, potentially be? Is it with Jamie? Uh, it's it's not that little. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. That's not even this episode. I think that's the next episode. It's not. It's we not get. Me, it's, it's not me, Lord. <laughs> no, no. We get our first. Uh, I guess I don't know if she says this again, but we get our uh, we get our first. You know, you know nothing, Jon Snow from Egret. Oh shit. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Hot is that this one or next one? Nope, that's this one. You know nothing, Johnson. I can't yeah, do the right. I can't do the egret accent, so I'm not even gonna try. You know nothing, Johnson. <laughs> it nailed it. Killed it. <laughs> Cut it. That's it. Also, uh, Sansa had an eventful episode in which she became a woman. Um, Sansa's what? Fifteen. <laughs> She's yeah. a late is that, bloomer. Is that yeah. what's the plot? And it's hard to keep track because everyone is much younger in the books. Um, like, I'm pretty sure Rob is maybe 14 in the books. Yeah. And yeah. obviously they can't do that in the show. Yeah. They kind of got to upscale things a little bit. That wouldn't make any sense. How, I'm going to look this up, how old Sansa is. What do you guys think but, about uh, that? I thought she was like, 10 or 11. So I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm no, I can't say that I, uh, you know, deeply understand a woman or a, a girl's path to womanhood. And I don't know if you, I mean, I don't know if you guys Do have tell. had, I don't know if you guys have had your first, your first blood yet, <laughs> but, and maybe I'm naive, but that seems like a lot. It did look like a lot of blood. That was through the clothes, through the sheets, staining the bed. It was a lot. Whether it's your first or not, I don't know. But it was all white. And all that down feathers all all coag maybe, together. Maybe we'll get a maybe for our uh, our next bonus episode we'll get a girl guest on the show and <laughs> just talk to her about that. Just do explain your minutes. cycle. Yeah. No preface though. Don't 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 warn her it's coming. Yeah. She had that like nightmare where she got stabbed um, by those rapists. Oh, so yeah. do you think maybe that scared her and then she like sneezed out the whole week's <laughs> oh, worth? <geez>. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I had the, and, and, uh, I don't no. know. I had the, I had the 
fortunate pleasure of watching this episode with my lovely girlfriend. And uh, as a woman, she said absolutely no way that that is just that is just ridiculously overselling. Like that's too much. That doesn't make any sense. But that's I mean, just it one, does one, look like someone was murdered in the yeah, bed. Yeah, that's right? that's one woman's opinion. I I have no idea. Um, but like, hey, hey, she's got the blood of the first man. So maybe it's just over all that time. It's just pe- it's pent up. Who knows? It's, yeah, the Starks are hardier stock. It would make sense that they, you know, maybe they bleed a little bit more. Hmm. Who's to say? Yeah, we surprised, or so, flowered as they like. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm so I'm surprised they didn't save the episode title "Fire and Blood" for this one. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been. That would have been. Or bad blood. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bad. I don't know if we see any fire. That's the only thing. T Swift. <laughs> a massive Game of Thrones fan. I'm. I'm sure. I hope so. Um, I'm a massive T Swift fan. So. T Swizzle. Lover. Um, and then finally, uh, just, just to hit on this, because we haven't touched on it, my favorite part of the episode is uh, is Jamie in captivity, then out of captivity, and then back in. And we get to see him being more charismatic than he's ever been, really kind of playing the field with his own cousin. Well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I, but, uh, say, I wouldn't put it, ba- that I wouldn't would put it be past him. sister, but. by the way. Yeah. And uh, I think Jamie might be just as convincing as Tyrion, just as convincing his Tywin, like, maybe more so than any other Lannister. I just don't think he has the drive to actually do anything with it, except now when he wants something. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and he even says, he's like, you played this into the perfect hand for me. Thank you. When he's talking about his cousin coming in so he can set up his escape. Um, and I think, you know, that's... At this point, we think we haven't gotten enough of Jamie to go is where is he for his mind I mean he's been now arrested or kept for quite some time um, and every time you know every time Rob's coming up with his wolf you know I'm like mind fucking with him so um, yeah I don't know it's a good thing I mean I think it's uh, another step towards um, you can see like the 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 stark kind of like camp falling apart of who's really leading who here so yeah yeah and that brings me to probably my favorite part of the show kind of a subtle moment but i think just an excellent little moment uh jamie this is when this is uh he well he does the classic in out in captivity right so then when he's back (laughs) in captivity uh he's tied up a little bit more and he's he's kind of getting in and catlin's there brienne's there he's kind of getting in catlin's head uh, and she, I think this is where she even says, like, you have no honor and, and everything and yeah. says all that. And then, and then Jamie basically says like, oh, and, and, and Ned had so much honor. And then he says, uh, what was the name of Ned's bastard son? And, and Kat visibly upset just turns to Brienne and says like, Brienne, you know, like telling her to, to come over. And, and Jamie goes, no, that's not it. <laughs> good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Always, always the witty guy, right? Right to the end. Good, good old Jamie. And now that we've some kind great of, moments. yeah, we've talked a little bit about kind of the entire episode. Now, coming back to the title of the episode, in the sense of the man without honor. I mean, who do you feel like if you were to choose one person that it it more relates to? What do you hmm. think? I think 
that on a very surface level, it's supposed to be Jamie. I mean, we get the we get the oh they said it moment of Sansa or of uh, Catelyn rather telling him like you're a man without honor, and then he he kind of rebuts that and goes into this sense of how he does have honor and in, in his own way and maybe in ways that even she would recognize just you know is isn't seeing it for what it's worth or <clears throat> isn't seeing past the very obvious terrible things that he's done um but i i think that the true man without honor in this episode uh, is probably theon yeah i think that's yeah. obvious i would also and i forgot <clears throat> this um this one scene in the area uh with uh with sansa and the hound um she is getting you know i mean their their kind of relationship is developing now and he's always kind of watching for her we've seen him kind of be there to be both a protector but also kind of watch some of the shit that happens to her but Mm -hmm. he calls into the point of like look you know i you've got to get used to violence you are you're going to be marrying this psychopath and you need to understand that and she's like detesting the fact that he's involved with her while also wondering where his own honor lies and i think that's kind of interesting as well as maybe it's it's the hound look what he's done in the last couple of episodes as well oh that's a good point he likes to talk about death a lot in the coming episodes he talks about fighting that's what he talks about there's some strange people love killing some of those come out of left field too and i don't know we'll, we'll talk about it but anyway yeah. uh, i do want to mention too uh, i know i uh, coming in a little late but what a good what a good monologue from jamie when he's talking about honor yeah. and his, his whole stance on that that's yep. some yep. good stuff jamie what's what's that actor's name Any, uh nikolai coster waldo i'm a big fan i'm a big fan he's a good dude i think he's done some like good dude. i think he's done a cup i saw him maybe on a picture for a Netflix movie or show or something. I think he has done some other things, but uh, I have not seen any. I haven't seen any either. So what I what I did see this episode was a very brief glimpse of a booty. Um, of course, in honor of our favorite actor Clint Teetswood. We've got the good, the bad, <laughs> and the jugglies here. Um, Quaith was hanging out in Carth amidst all the boring stuff and just just painting this woman, painting her butt, and that's that's kind of all we got for for our good bad jugglies action today so uh thanks for bringing that up tony uh when i first watched this and maybe again it's just because of my lack of interest in karth i'm sure i just was not even probably paying any attention uh thought it was a dude so very i'm very sorry to whatever i mean it could be i'm very sorry to whatever lovely female actor or male actor that is, but um, I don't. Recall. I feel like I saw a side boob. Yeah, and I I would assume it would make more sense that it was a woman. <laughs> but, but I don't well, know. At this point, there was it not. Could have been, and right? and again, I'm I'm thinking you're correct because I don't know what they do in Carth, but there was not a lot of hair. So I'm I'm assuming that was a woman. But I've I've been mistaken before. I actually believe in one of the previous episodes. I didn't say it because I was embarrassed. But when we were talking about the uh, the man getting ripped apart in the mob in King's Landing, uh, I was confident that that was an old lady. <laughs> so, so uh, it I'm, could have been. I'm starting to think that I'm maybe just not watching these episodes. Who knows? <laughs> well, I hope that you're at least eating the scones so that you're at least 50-50-ing this episode. Jeremy, I think you had the scone today. Yeah, and so, again, bringing uh, this apple scone, which I got at Fresh Time, which is a local grocery store here, 
again, the good thing about this local store is they're organic. They get some good things okay. in. Okay, real, 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 real quick question, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Would you say it's more apple or more scone? Oh, it's definitely good more question. scone because there's okay. only just a few like so slivers like of apple. Apple flavored scone versus like a scone flavored apple. Yeah. That'd be weird. That'd be weird. I'd be, it'd be interesting apple. though. I'd be, yeah. I would be like a, sure. an apple that you dipped in like biscuit batter and then like cooked it that, that makes way. Makes yeah, like a baked anyway. apple is what it would be. Um, it's, we're getting, was, I think we're getting some. I think we're getting. Talk, the, uh, yeah, yeah, we're getting. I mean, get I'm a, getting the indication that we're uh, running no, out of time no, no. here. We, we literally totally haven't out. talked about this at all today. We do have our social media though, where we can always have more conversations at Thrones and Scones on Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram as well. Of course, you can keep up with us. You want to find the links to everything? Thronesandscones.com, and you can find us wherever you like to listen in to podcasts. We'll catch you tomorrow for season two, episode eight. Are you down with G-O-T? Yeah, you know yeah, you me. you know me. How did you guys feel about recording that episode for the very first time? <laughs> it was good. I Although, I felt like... Do you guys ever feel like you get this... Do you ever feel like you, you like that kind of weird deja vu feeling? Mm, yeah, yeah, that lasts for about approximately 31 minutes. 30, yeah, it's so weird. 31 minutes, <laughs> It's just yeah. so bizarre. It's weird. I have no idea what could have possibly caused that. No, yeah, I mean, but... you. some of those lead-ins, it sounded like we had rehearsed or maybe had done <laughs> yeah. those in the past. Or I like but... when Jeremy goes, Jeremy goes like 10 times to the episode, Jeremy goes, we we already talked about this, but, <laughs> which we didn't talk about in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that maybe we're all Starks and we shared a dream last night? It was. Through the eyes yeah. of our prospective uh, cats because we don't have wolves. <laughs> well, like I was going to bring Do up in the whole conversation where she where she has that dream and then she bleeds. I feel like people when they have their um, the wet dreams or when they pee themselves, when they're, they're like, oh, I'm a... Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to the restroom, and then they wake up and they <laughs> pissed all over themselves. It's yeah. like no shit. Is that what a wet dream is uh, for you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what what dream are you, you still, talking you about? You still have wet dreams, Jerry? <laughs> oh, every day. <laughs> I think I think wet dreams are a little bit more uh, are a little bit more sexual. Oh, is that what that is, man? I'm I think so. So wait, Tony, are you saying that peeing is not sexual? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I, cause I had a wet dream last night. <laughs> Shit the bed. for you oh yeah i mean you you know me (laughs) (laughs) no but anyway so i do have one other thing to say uh so i'm thinking we got to get in this uh board game market i was talking about this earlier what scones of dunshire (laughs) brought to you by thrones and scones patent pending I mean, I can you even figure out the rules of cones of Dunshire, or do we just not bother and we make up our own scone-related ones? The so Tony, you're forgetting the most important rule and the only rule that matters. It's all about the scones. It's all about, it's all about the scones. scones.